Hello, and welcome back to Crapflix and Chill, your new favourite duo to watch movies with. My name is Joe Thompson, and I am joined by my very good friend, Jamie Valentine. How are you doing over there, Jamie? You know what? I'm alright. Are you? I am boiling. <laughs> Completely <laughs> boiling. I'm not going to say say what I said to you just, just off air now, but I uh, will try and think of a different metaphor. I, okay, I'm sweating like Niagara Falls. Yeah, there I've go. got so much ball soup at the moment, I can't even deal. <laughs> so people, uh, Craftflix and Chill is a podcast <laughs> where the two of us watch terrible horror B-movies on Netflix and comment with our own musings on how bad these films actually are. If you do fancy watching along at home, these are real titles on the streaming platform, so hit play in a bit and join us on our horrific journey navigating cringy acting and ridiculous plot holes all in the name of cinema. So, uh, Jamie, what do we have in store tonight? Well, you know, I, I, I thought I'd, uh, I'd set, I set a peak with uh, Zombievers, but, um, you know, we, it, it might just be topped. And, you know, our last, our last one obsessed was, um, yeah, I, I still stand by it. It was, it was a pretty decent film. So hopefully I've picked something completely trashy to bring back down the tone. And that is 2018's He's Out There. I'm ecstatic. I've never even heard of it. So this is completely brand new. Haven't even seen the poster before. So I am buzzing for this one. While vacationing at a remote lake house, a mother and her daughters become pawns in the twisted game of an axe-wielding psychopath. Uh, and they spell axe wrong in the blurb. So, oh my God. Is... <laughs> how do you spell that wrong? Well, they, That's they just incredible. Put A-X. Oh no! Uh, unless, unless I'm I'm being very special and don't realise when you abbreviate axe wielding, you drop the e. But I don't know why you would. No, that's Gra- grammar people, yeah. grammar police. Let me know. How does how are you supposed to spell axe wielding? But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Without further ado, let's jump right in. Here we go. Three. Two, one, play! And uh, this, ooh, Vertical Entertainment. Vertical Entertainment. I hope we see a new production house every single time we do this. That'd be fun. Well, I was going to say, oh, an Octane. There's a lot of entertainment companies. Well, wasn't it uh, two of them already have had the same production company? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Secret Obsession. Was it Secret Obsession and Obsessed? Stepfather and Obsessed. Was it zombie? Oh, stepfather. Um, but yeah, I did think Zombievers was done by. Oh no, Zombievers was done by Universal, wasn't it? As can be. No. Lives in a field right under a tree. Without a care in the world. I mean, none of that's really going to improve in this. He played oh, flat tire. <laughs> flat tire. It's like they're completely just. <laughs> oh, like the tire's missing. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm not, I'm not a pet giant, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm not breakdown recovery. I love how many horror films use little children, mainly girls, to make things creepy. The darkness hides in the light of the day. Better run, little mouse, well, before it comes out. That's, that's, that's quite an interesting point because, you know, you do still have some of the classics, like, um,. Uh, the kids, like obviously you've got uh, The Exorcist, which was like one of like the classic examples, but you've also got things like The Omen, with the creepy little devil boy, 
There's nothing dark here. That's like a, a genre oh, into itself. Creepy drawings, that's also a massive horror trope. That's completely absurd. Is that Jack Skellington? Yeah, that does look like Jack Skellington. <laughs> I mean, I've, I would love the Nightmare Before Christmas. I won't hear a bad word said about it. Something to do, so listen to me. You must see it first if you wish to be free. Oh, that is one creepy doll. Maddie, what did you do? And that, by the way, that 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 uh, attractive blonde female, presumably protagonist, is um, Hannah. What's her face from Dexter? Yeah, you know, uh, I can't think what season, but like the later seasons where he basically falls in love with another serial killer. Spoiler. I think that's her. I thought she fell in love. Okay, I thought she I thought he fell in love with Julia Stiles, and it just reminded me that my friend's Wi-Fi password at uni, I think it was, was Julia Pigface Stiles for next to no reason. <laughs> Harsh. I know, but every time I see Julia Stiles, which is obviously any time I watch 10 Things I Hate About You, which is all the time, uh, I think of Julia Pigface Stiles. So uh, my gift to the world is bringing that to life. <laughs> he's cracking that guy's uh, password. <laughs> yeah, if, 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 he's, if he's kept it all this time. I, I, I do actually see what you mean. She does look like Julia Stiles and... I think I probably thought that when I first saw her in Dexter. I was like, oh, Julia Stiles is in this. No, I, I think Julia Stiles is actually also in Dexter at some point, at one point. Is she? Yeah, I think she's in the season where he, there's all those bodies in the barrels. Oh, my, I, I don't remember that at all, if that's the case. Okay, this guy could just literally be a carbon copy of the guy from Secret Obsession, couldn't he? Like, brown-haired American white man. Uh, wearing a wearing a tie. <laughs> Don't forget the tie, Joe. We've we've been over this. This is a very important uh, part of the mise en scène. <laughs> it's a reoccurring. What's happening? Uh, they're fucking off for the weekend. Okay. Right. Ca calling the twist right now. I'm getting in well early. He's the murderer. The twist is that this horror movie is actually just trying to drive you insane with children's children's singing. <laughs> it's like an episode of Barney. Yeah. Did you, ever, did you ever grow up with Barney? Was that a thing for you? Yeah, but yeah, Barney. I, you know what? I, I was aware of Barney. I'm not sure if Barney was aware a staple in my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he ever saw me directly. But um, no, you know, uh, there was a thing on Twitter a while ago about like you and then your personality side by side. And I had to pick a me picture of me with a purple shirt and then Barney the dinosaur because basically I am Barney the dinosaur. I don't know if you realized <laughs> Like, super happy, slightly over large, just enthusiastic about everything. A dinosaur. It's me. See, I think I'm probably Mr. Blobby. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm pink, quote-unquote pink, with blonde spots, aka my hair. And I'm just crazy as fuck and I just chat gibberish. Also, you're best friends with Noel Edmonds. Oh, but, but I mean, that, was, that should be my, my uh, leading point, shouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> did Blobby ever? Did Blobby ever appear on? I call him Blobby. We're we're close like that. Did did Blobs. he? <laughs> the Blobster. Did the Blobster ever appear on uh, Deal or No Deal? Or did Noel Edmonds completely dump him at that point? I feel like if you're going to take Deal or No Deal seriously, I think he did definitely dump him. I'm going to wager that 
missed it. I just got I just got spooked by the unicorn in the background of that shot. So I think I'm definitely in the kind of mood where I'm going to jump a bit. So I'm glad this upgraded mic quality is going to catch every time I <laughs> shit myself. I mean, we, we haven't had one to like too many. Uh, like you can still have trashy horror films with jump scares. Well, that's just because the no- the noise goes really loud, and then you go, Ugh! and then you're like, oh, okay, and then you have to kind of deal with it. But I also don't know if it's because, unlike a lot of, mo- like, especially horror movie viewings, we're literally just uh, sat here chatting shit the whole way through. So even if there is supposed to be a moment of tension and stuff and, like, silence, we're not going to get caught out in the same way because we're just like, well, shit, if, if the film's not saying anything, we need to be saying something. You know... Uh, remember in Zombievers it was about making sure the dog stayed alive and we failed miserably at that uh, in this film it's about making sure that unicorn teddy bear stays alive agreed it's already oh. had two shots so it's had more film presence than I've ever had uh, <laughs> three <laughs> you're going to want to be a star don't you <laughs> let's be honest it's the most enigmatic kind of animated part of the shots it's in so Who's this I mean, guy? Is that is that not the same guy but with a beard on? Wow, thank you. <laughs> well, another ge- generic, uh, generic male Hollywood actor with a beard in his. I was going to say mid twenties. No, he's just. I would fully have sex with him. He is fit. I assume you fancy her well, as well. Well, I'll have sex with her, and we can both be happy. Okay. Hey, orgy in the woods, or wherever the fuck they are. <laughs> orgy in the... No, Joe, that's a different film. <laughs> I know they tried to make her more motherly by putting her in that dress, but she's still a complete knockout. I feel like I recognise him, but that's probably because he looks like a lot of people in porn. He looks very, very generic. He looks like, well, not him specifically, but it's the same issue. Um, you'll, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about in terms of like, that video game character, which is yes. just generic 30s gruff man with a beard, normally in a shooter, but could be like Joel in like The Last of Us kind of thing, like that everyman kind of action hero. Fully. So or he's prevalent. like customized model head number two. Yeah. Yeah. And it also doesn't help that um, Troy Baker, in particular, uh, as a voice actor, pretty much like voices loads of these characters. So he can be Joel, he can be Nathan Drake. Like they're all like crossing over like so much as. Uh, I don't think he's Marcus Phoenix in Gears of War, but you know what I mean. It doesn't help having the same like voice actor doing like that same visually similar character in all those games. I would love to voice a game. Wouldn't you love to be a, a voice over in a in a in a in a game, a good game? Actually, I, I don't care I, if it's I a good used, game. I used I used. I'll do fucking Five Nights at Freddy's. I don't care. Ooh, John. Hey, Five Nights at Freddy's is a great game. I, yeah. I, I, I want to see a, a, a te- like a proper movie adaptation of that and see how it would translate. What, do, what are you talking about? There is no plot whatsoever. How could you possibly do Five Nights at Freddy's? What's the film going to be? Oh, Just a guy Joe, in a security room. Joe, do not say there is no plot to Five Nights at Freddy's. You oh, are about to get on. Joe. You are about to get lynched by the internet. There's about seven games for it now. There's like three books. Okay, okay. Well, if there's a whole extended universe, then I take it back. I've only ever played the first game, and that was, correct me if I'm wrong, a man sat in a security room. In that singular uh, like context, yes, that's all that there is. Outside of that, there is a whole universe. 
I feel like as someone who knows a lot more about games than me, I'm never going to win these conversations, but it's not going to stop me from trying. <laughs> oh, no, no. I, I just don't want you to suddenly get lynched by, like, the one Five Nights at Freddy's uh, fan who is going to uh, watch this and be like, ah, oh, well, actually, if you take into account all the, the movies and books and... That's fair. That's fair. Thank you. You're being very protective. Hang on. That's the husband. Uh, actually, um running a bit late i swear he had oh wait i mean i know literally the last shot he had a suit i'm not that stupid but i swear he had a bit of a beard hey girls it's your dad he's on speaker has he shaved no that uh like i know there's two different guys but i swear in that first scene when he was saying goodbye to them he looked different to that and he looks like completely different now he looks like a budget james marsden or that might be James Marsden. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell. No, no it's not him. No, is no, it? no. J James Marsden's definitely still relevant. He's 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 still doing stuff. Do you see what I mean? He does look a bit like him, though. Yeah, it's. It's it's kind of eyes. Victorian schoolboy face, and I can't really explain what I mean by that. Oh right, significant plot point. She's left the phone in the car. <laughs> this this girl is me. This is me in a film. Oh, hang on. I want to get back to that store. Why is there a store where you can buy knickknacks and like hats and stuff, and you can also buy fancy Merlots? What what kind of odds and sods shop is that? Nothing good happens around a lake. Why have people not worked this out yet? <laughs> Why has nobody else watched Zombievers? <laughs> So yeah, have you, have, have we twigged why those opening shots had that giant, like, bloody stick and... That's such a creepy doll. What is that doll? I, I, I genuinely can't stand... If my kid wanted to carry around that doll, this is why I'm not paternal in the slightest, but if my kid wanted to carry around that doll, I'd be like, well, you're either losing the doll or, you know... Oh, <laughs> we're losing you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, adoption work for me, it can work for you too. Don't worry about it. Bye. You, you can, you can keep the uh, the doll, honey. We'll let the axe wielding psychopath keep you. <laughs> I'd just, I'd make up some lie. Like, by the way, did you know that girls tend to grow up looking exactly like their dolls, and then she would just. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> See, this is why I shouldn't be a dad. It's like the same thing. Like, I mean, it definitely didn't trigger me in the same way it probably did my mum when she was growing up but like my granddad saying like oh you've got to wash behind your ears because otherwise cauliflowers will grow but when you're a stupid little kid you'd be like oh I don't want that to happen so you wash behind your ears <laughs> I mean yeah the amount of lies just to get people to eat some vegetables is great and then you know when you're, when you're 26 and you don't wash behind your ears for the first time and the thing happens you know mind blown <laughs> <laughs> 26 <laughs> no no well, actually no I will tell you a true story uh something yeah really similar along those lines of you know just just growing up generally and uh always as far back as i can remember uh brushed my tw teeth twice a day right and then when i went off to uni and was living independently for the first time uh, uh 18 and i got really drunk one night and i came back and you know pretty much just like passed out on my bed and woke up the next day i was like oh my god 
I didn't brush my teeth last night. And I still have my teeth. And like, it was such like, it was a really stupid, like mind blown eye opener being like, oh God, the world's not collapsed because I've not brushed my teeth. And then you never did again. So. Well, no, not quite, but like, I'm more likely now to be like absolutely hammered and be like, oh, I can't bar, but they're not going to disappear overnight because I didn't brush them once. And I, I, I keep good dental hygiene generally, but it was such like a stupid, like shattering of illusion to have. Being like, I've always brushed my teeth twice a day. I was like, I'll oh, fucking get over it. And the music's got creepy. And uh, they're doing a lot of like blurred shots. I think that's deliberate. Is it? Is it my screen screen quality? Are you seeing the same thing? Like all this right now, it's really fuzzy. No? Mm, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like, like um, it's like they're trying to make it dreamlike, but it just looks yeah, yeah, shot. exactly. But yeah, it's it's it's, not, it's the effects not been like done properly, so it just looks like the cameraman screwed up the focus. See, that's better because the strings uh, sharp and they were blurry outside of the field depth. Um, Field depth, depth of vision. I'm such a little wimp that if I if I was a little kid and I saw red red string like go, moving from piece to piece, I wouldn't even go anywhere near it. Woo! Now we're talking. Why isn't see? This is the bullshit of horror. Why isn't he doing this as well? The guy with the beard. He should be in there also changing. For the viewers, or not? God, not the viewers. For the listeners. The shot very quickly cut away from two little girls chasing a red string to a uh, sexy hot mum half naked, which is why I suddenly went woo. Yeah. I, I, I feel for the audio listeners, you need that context, otherwise I sound like a freak. <laughs> <laughs> woo, red string. I love that she's immediately concerned, even though they clearly just got off the swing. She's like, <gasps> where are they? Like why are you... <laughs> my kids are idiots? They could be doing anything. If you're that protective, <laughs> why are you even on a different floor in the first place? Yeah. Well, I guess you'd you'd kind of assume if you had two kids that like the older one vaguely looks out for the younger one. So between them, there's a bit of like sensibility. But then again, if if it was me and my brother and the red string, then. I would definitely start following the red string and be like, what's this? And my brother would just be like, ah, oh, let him go, I don't care. <laughs> oh, so you'd be a what's this? Okay, so if we were friends back in the day when we were little kids, I'd be like, well, you can go and do that. I'm going to do anything else. And I'd be like, okay. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, so so back then I probably would have definitely died first. Oh, that room looks spidery. And they're trying to make it look cute, but it looks like it's full of spiders. Like it has doesn't get any. Um, I was gonna say insulation. That, that, that doesn't really stop spiders coming out. Kayla, what is that? I don't know how houses work either. Not cars or houses. Last week I had to help my dad d dismantle the shed completely. It's a shed he's had for like sixteen years, oh, and wow. some of the spiders that. 
crawled their way out of that shed as soon as we opened it. Jesus Christ, we're talking like nearly as big as my hand, clearly never seen the light of day before, obviously terrified, but that doesn't stop them looking terrifying. And it was just yeah. horrible. And I gay squealed so much. Can you can you give us a, a rendition? <laughs> I, guess, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but there's a, an old cartoon called Monsters vs. Aliens, and there's a bit where the president screams looking at the monsters, and he goes like, Ooh, really loud, and, it's, and he like squeals and like puts his knees high on it up to his chest. That's the squeal I did. Brilliant. <laughs> Love it. I mean, is that something which you... Not, not that I'm, I'm massively planning to find any... Uh, crappy spider horror horror flicks and i know there probably are plenty but would you say generally you you've got a bit of bit of arachnophobia or see i I'm, i don't want to liberally use phobia like you know people always say things like that like oh i've got vertigo i've got arachnophobia like because i understand that actually having the intense phobia is a really intense physical reaction to it i just think they're horrible and i think they I, I i'm a bit squeamish around spiders and they kind of crawl weird but i can be in a room with a spider if i know it's there i just hate the fact they pop out of nowhere do you yeah yeah i, I assume your big macho straight balls are fine with spiders right yeah like yeah I, I definitely don't have have arachnophobia and um strike them and stuff you know absolutely no problems like at least not not in terms of like Australia level, but in terms of like UK level of spiders you get in your houses, just like picking them up and chucking them outside or whatever. So if one um, crawled across your face whilst you were in bed, you would be fine. Well, I think it'd be more so that's what is it that ridiculous statistic that you swallow eight spiders a year. So it's more that's so like absolute bullshit. Who who's doing that? Who's swallowing eight spiders a year? I do not believe. Well, sorry, that for you, a you just said a, a spider's going to crawl across my face at some point in my house, and I've. Like, no doubt. That's a phobia. I don't know whether that's a fear. I don't know if that will actually happen. I'm just saying, how would you feel if I, it happened? I think I'm not saying it's going to do it tonight. Well, I think it only happens when you're, like, sleeping, because otherwise you'd fucking feel it and, like, get it off your face. So I'm, I'm more than prepared to believe I eat eight spiders a year. You think you eat eight spiders? Do you not think if that was true, more people would wake up with, like, bits of spider in their mouth? No, I think more people would wear, like, mouth guards to bed. <laughs> I mean, this is probably why I've trained myself to only breathe through my nose at night because I'm so scared of this that I don't want to open my mouth. See, I should do that because I, I, I do suffer from some quite bad sleep apnea. So I wake up choking in the middle of that anyway, let alone if I was... Unless I'm literally choking on spiders every time, which would actually explain a lot. Here's a tip. If you hold your, your nose closed and your mouth closed simultaneously, you'll go to sleep really quickly. You might not wake up, but... You know, <laughs> for a split second, I thought you were about to give me an amazing sleeping tip. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, so if I just put a couple of hands and yeah, yeah. I can't breathe, <laughs> but it's working, I'm feeling sleep right. <laughs> Smoking? No, the, the, the only spider thing I think I do have is I don't quite, I don't, I'm not a massive fan of tarantulas, and there is still something creepy about tarantulas. Um, I don't know if it's because they're hairy or what it is specifically about them, but as a like a species or type or whatever of spider, like if I saw one in real life, I think I'd probably maybe freeze up a bit more. Yeah, there was a thing in primary school where you had to 
go to a zoo and then you'd hold a tarantula and I didn't oh, hold it because uh, yeah, I know, I don't think I cause I know that. that my exact reaction would be to just fling it yeah. across the room <laughs> six feet up in the air <laughs> just had to just dart out the room and then it I don't know dies yeah yeah I think yeah if I had to hold a tarantula in my hand or if I had to have a tarantula walk, um, crawl across my face like uh, I'm a celebrity or fear factor style I don't think I could do that this will age this podcast obviously but did you know that the uk i'm a celebrity is going to be shot in a castle this year in the uk uh, i have actually heard that yeah i'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of down with da kids <laughs> um but as, as a result that phrase alone <laughs> indicates that you are fully not down with da kids but i kind of want the uh the challenges to change so it's less of like jungle-based activities and it's more like spooky castle like like haunted house kind of like challenges what are we looking at here in this scene what did she just see i didn't see anything literally nothing uh, oh, oh 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 did you see that oh, i saw that yeah okay a shadow did move and allegedly the film's telling us it's not her husband because he was just on the phone to her in the car which i'm not sure i still believe but you know here's the thing why have they introduced the bearded guy if he's not going to be somehow part of this? Oh my god, yes, Joe. Oh. I mean, and he seemed really nice and opened the fence, and you know what that's like. Disarmingly nice. Matt, once a man opens a fence for you, yeah, it's, it's free reign for that axe-wielding murderer to... Uh... I would open the, my fence for that man any day. And that's uh, that's that. <laughs> This is another reason Did why I wouldn't want kids. Kids disturbing my sleep to say freaky things in the dark. No. She's like, she's like, there's a spider crawling across your face. <laughs> That's my worst nightmare. <laughs> and you just chuck it up in the air. <laughs> Throw the kid up in the air. Fuck off! <laughs> yeah, you don't touch the spider. Oh. Why have they done that? Oh, what's happening? Tense moment. Windows open. Creepy, creepy uh, curtain flailing. Ooh. I mean, Ooh. she's a creepy looking kid anyway. Maddie. I don't know about this. But hang on, this is supposed to be about, like, again, act psychopaths. It's not about, like... Ooh. Okay, not... third reason I don't want kids. Vomit. Vomit. I mean, kids make a hell of a lot of... a hell of a lot of mess. If you, yeah, if you don't like sick blood or poo, definitely don't have babies. Who likes sick blood or poo? Who's like, oh, please sign me up for those things. No, but you know, like, like if like, you're screwed, it's like, oh, I won't, I won't, I won't name-checking because it'll be really embarrassing, but... Um, Oh god, she's choking. It's gonna be something creepy. Big spider. Oh, oh, not far off. There's a bug. I think. But yeah, Is this I've got, supposed um, to be supernatural or? Well, no. that's what I was saying. That's what it seemed like when she was vomiting, but. Ew. But yeah, I've got a. Oh, that's very creepy. It's a little. Yellow note saying hello.
Uh, but yeah, I've got um, a, f- a friend of mine who's like worked in advertising since we've left university, and like he now works for Amazon. And he used to work for Coca Cola, and he's always worked for these like big companies. But randomly, like seven years ago, he like he was kind of like, I want to become a doctor, and it was purely driven by the fact that he liked doctor TV shows, and he genuinely started studying for it. Uh, but the realization um, that he's not very good with blood. Uh, made him rethink the whole thing and I was just like oh how could you have not like <laughs> like thought about that like you're really squeamish when it comes to blood I can become a doctor yeah, like, yeah, really? Yeah. that's like being like oh I really want to become a teacher but actually I hate kids so yeah that's a problem so yeah so, so this, this is my thing that yeah it's it's not about liking <laughs> liking baby poo but be very aware that if you don't like mess or you're weird about that where did all these cupcakes oh okay so the kid ate the cupcake and in the cupcake it said hello in the creepy writing right uh yeah so that was a flashback see this is what's really confusing about this fucking like blurred dreamo vision it's making it really hard to tell between yeah flashbacks like that or the actual present day i mean and you know what when we're concentrating so hard on this film it's definitely their fault <laughs> yes you did she's lying i mean again if we literally heard what the the bearded man said to her at the beginning we probably would have called it then but oh it's definitely him yeah it's like better look out for that yellow tape <laughs> black writing on it <laughs> yeah he just has like a string of it falling out of his pocket Hang on, why is she still so ill? Is it like laced with acid or something? Sorry. I don't know. It's a, it's a damn good looking cupcake. Oh, I, I, I can't stand cakes. Like, uh, It's got uh, like the inside of... Um, <laughs> I was going to say grapefruit. Goodbye. So what, was was Goodbye the Poison one? But hang on. They've only had one... Oh no, did she... Did she open up the second cake? Yeah. I didn't catch that. Ah. Could you try again? Oh, I need to take this Apple Watch off. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. I, I thought that was the... Um, I thought that was the phone. Oh no, you're saying take the Apple Watch off what, because of your heart rate? What is that? I don't know. No, because it just said, oh, sorry about that. Oh, I thought that was the phone dialogue. <laughs> like she, she literally tried to call the police and it just went, well, you're sorry, you've been disconnected. <laughs> I mean, if you ever feel freaked out about uh, communication listening to you, buy an Apple Watch. I mean, and... I've, I've long since thought once I got my um, my Xbox One um, that the Kinect was always constantly listening and that the, the FBI had paid off Microsoft to like spy right into people's homes because, you know, th- those things surely can't be that hard to hack. So every time, you know, I just do a bit of naked yoga in the lounge in the morning, then... Mr. Mr. Bill Gates, does, does Bill Gates still own Microsoft? I don't know, probably. Why would he give that up? 
Oh, because he's he's reached that point of just being so crazy rich. There's no point in making any more money because he's trying so hard. He's trying so hard to get rid of it all. Oh, that's a creepy shot of nothing. Yeah, I mean, it's, dark, not the, it's a dark film, isn't it? It's not the worst idea in the world to turn the lights off because then you can like. Your equal footing. If everything's pitch black with you and the outsides, then yeah. Although leaving the front porch on doesn't help. I do think home invasion films are quite scary as a as a subgenre. Hmm. There's something about someone getting trying to get into your house or anywhere that you're staying that I think is really creepy. Well, it's such like a, even like if you think about something like a, bur a burglary, a burglary? I'm saying that wrong. Burglary. A buggery? <laughs> even if you think about like a buggery, there's something <laughs> about invading a personal base, like it's, ob <laughs> obviously it would be so much worse if you, if you got like burgled or there was a home invasion and you were at home, but even if you were like away, and you came back and your house had been broken into, and even if they just didn't take like everything or your most valuable stuff, the fact that you know that someone has been in your house when you weren't there and messed with it or fucked with it and like been in that space, yeah, you'd still like go to sleep each night with one eye open. And yeah, that, that home home invasion thing like is such a popular popular genre. Every possible turn so far, this lady has just um, has been like, "Stay there to the kids," which I get is like protective, but it's like she's never with them. I just, just fucks off. Oh no, no, she she spoke to. Also scrambling in the car. We've done this trope before. I was about to say she'd left her phone in the car, but no, she was on it earlier to speak to her husband. But did you know there's a massive flaw about uh, home invasion films? It only works in the um, um, the American setting, or at best the British countryside, because their houses are so massive. You can have people hiding in like completely different rooms and not know. My flat's so small, I fucking just walk out of one room and I can see all of them. So you're not going to do very well trying to surprise me here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that fucking doll! It's that doll. Oh. I um. I'm a bit disappointed, Jamie. This is actually not so bad. And I'm not just doing this as a retaliation to last week, I promise. Really? I, I think I think it's a bit... I think it's a bit naff. It's it suddenly escalated really quickly. Well, the I kids, feel tense. The kids are terrible... The kids are terrible actors. Well, yeah. They should have replaced these kids with the two little with a girls dog. from The Walking Dead. Have you ever seen The Walking Dead? Oh my god, yes, they, I know which two you mean. Yeah, they're really good. Is it Micah and someone? I can't remember. They were incredible and they look really similar to these girls. Yeah. I wonder how they're doing. Hope I mean, I don't, I don't know if they got these girls literally because they are genuine sisters. But I also don't feel like Hollywood cares about that kind of thing. Well, just because they're sisters doesn't make it right. Like, oh, like what, why is she being, like... Fucking difficult now. Also, if your mum was like, you need to be quiet in this tense situation, you would do it. Whoa! Oh, okay, no. that just made me jump a little bit. Oh shit. There's something about that. the fact you don't know anything about what this person looks like that I'm really enjoying. 
yeah. watch this film ruin that completely. <laughs> It'd be so much better if it just stayed like this and it was just this looming presence. As soon as this action -y bit's over, let's do our predictions for what's happening next. Oh, no. oh, oh, oh no. so that's where the wheel of the car went. She must have gone to Halfords. Yeah. <laughs> do Halfords deal with. I suppose they do actually, don't they? I was going to say Halfords only deal with bikes, but that's not, that's not entirely true. People keep walking by the window uh, in my house, and I keep looking up and catching them in the dark, and it's freaking me out. So, <laughs> Dad, just just don't throw a just don't throw a brick through your window. Like, get away! Oh, this house isn't safe. I don't know what they're supposed to do. Um, yeah. So, so speaking of not paying attention to the film when we should have been. Uh, why are they at this, like, okay, they might be on vacation, but how do they know about this house? Is it through a friend? Is it an Airbnb? Yeah, yeah, a footnote of the Airbnb advert. By the way, some freaky psychopath will send you cakes with letters in it. Well, did you know what I think? Um, Airbnb should really do as an advert, and I don't think they ever will because it's so totally off-brand. I don't think many brands would do it. Not even your travel lodges. But it could just be a really simple advert, but the tagline is basically Airbnb. Letting strangers have sex in your bed for money. Because <laughs> is that not true? <laughs> yeah. If you were an Airbnb host and you had a nice little flat in the countryside of Bath and you were constantly renting out to couples, and bearing in mind, you know, if you're very hands on, you're probably the one cleaning your flat afterwards. Or whatever. Every time you meet and greet that couple who are staying for a romantic weekend, is there just not that thought that goes through your mind like they're just like fucking in my bed? Do I mean, they... if they're married, you probably got nothing to worry about. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> I mean, I don't. I'm not married, so I, don't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. <laughs> but, but do you know what I mean? Like it's it's like a, just a really weird unspoken thing. That like, I mean, I don't know about you, but every time I've I've gone on a weekend like that with a partner, and you know the host has greeted you, and you've just got on there, and they're trying to you know introduce you to all the things, and say, here you go for this local restaurant, ever. All I'm thinking is seriously, fuck off, seriously, fuck off as quickly as possible, because the second you go, we're gonna start, we're gonna christen our weekend by fucking on your bed. What? What? When when you first walk in? Yeah, do you not do that? Where are you from? An American Pie movie? When does that happen? No, no, that's not how it works for us. Oh, uh, yeah, massively. When you go away on holiday, one of the first things you do when you get to your accommodation, you know, before you unpack, literally bags in the door, you're like, oh, we're here. And you have to wait for an awkward Airbnb host to disappear or you just get the keys to your hotel. Yeah, the first thing you do is always fuck to christen your holiday. Uh, no, I'm sorry, I'm not into that at all. Really? What, you, you... Well, just, just not straight away through the door, you're probably sweaty from the commute, you're putting your bags down, no thanks. Like, I'm, I'm definitely a fuck before, fuck, fuck before sleep or in the morning kind of guy, I'm not a when you walk through the door of someone else's house. <laughs> 
I mean, I, I'm not just sort of saying this like in general. I'm not judging because it sounds great. I just don't do it. It's not like, you know, I go home to my parents for the weekend and the first thing is, oh, hi, mum, hi, dad. And then just like go and sit on my bed and wank off. No. <laughs> 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 what a weird. Yeah, okay, in that context, it sounds really weird. <laughs> oh. Like uh, you're just no, so horny to, to me need, in a new no, place. I, I need someone to back me up on this. I need to. I, I'm going to request that you sound clip this. And I want people to, to, to comment on it. And I know we should be watching the film. But do you or do you not with your partner when you go, I'm speaking about on holiday, and particularly if it is like a romantic cottage or like quaint Airbnb type thing, when you first get there and you've literally just dropped your bags and your hostess fucks off or whatever, how many people that like, you, you I don't know why I'm calling it christening, but you christen your holiday and then you unpack and get ready and have a nice night out or a, a bottle of wine in or whatever. But you fuck first. What is that? Girls, disappear from the scene so I can be on my own again. So she can go outside? Oh wait, no, Hubby's here. Hubby is fully gonna die incredibly quickly. Unless he's the murderer. What do you think is gonna happen in the, in the rest of this film? I've already predicted that he was the murderer. <laughs> what, that he's the murderer? <laughs> Did you not? I did it in like the first five minutes. <laughs> well, so he, sorry, in between uh, setting up these silly little uh, horror moments, he's also going back in a car to reverse to you then ne drive never forward. Trust, never trust the narration, Joe. That, that, way, okay, back to, the, back to the thread <laughs> about me not being a parent. If this kid was this ill in this situation, I'd be like, forget the kid, they've gone. And I'd just like lock them in a room and be like, well, I hope they don't get them. Bye. Still got one. Then I'll just put a cork in the other one so it stops whining. I mean, it's actually pretty messed up that as part of this whole, like, horror stalking kind of element, he basically poisoned some cupcakes and Hansel and Gretel the kids into eating them. Like, we're just clearly, like... She's not still vomiting because she ate a piece of paper. There was definitely some flipping cyanide or something in it. Yeah, like, it was like Ivan Ooze from Power Rangers green slime. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't you also be like eating the cupcake and be like, ugh, green slime, and then just not stop eating it? Well, she's obviously a fat little piggy because she ate the whole thing. But yeah, so he, he slammed a picture up to the window, which was their family, but he'd scraped off the faces of the other three, but not her. So why, why is he obsessed with her? I'm actually, t this is, t I'm tense this time. Oh no, I'm not having that. What, a, a man in a dark trench coat? Oh, he's going to wave. He's going to wave. Ah, he's waving. No, the wave ruined it to me. <laughs> it was, what? It was it's, more it's now too comical. See, see, that's creepy. If he just stared at them and then walked off. I mean, I do feel like we should have been paying attention to this storybook they've been reading because it's massive foreshadowing, I think. That John's written everywhere, isn't it? The name John. <laughs> my name's John. So so what do you think is happening in the rest of this film? Here's my prediction. Uh, I don't think either of the two girls are going to die. I don't think it's that kind of movie. 
I do think he is going to die immensely quickly. And I also think the guy with the beard is probably a red herring, but just a badly underused one. Probably cut out scenes due to timing or something. As in, like, the, 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 as, as we've discovered with many of these films, like, the, it's Occam's razor. The simplest explanation is the obvious one. So it is literally just a psycho from the, the psycho kid from the forest for whatever reason, and the grim fairy tale book they're reading, like, foreshadows that. But the bearded guy is just a local who at some point, once hubby dies, bearded local's going to come along and save them. Maybe. Or is it Texas Chainsaw Massacre? He's in on it too. And it's like his brother or something. See, if I saw the string and I knew my the girls were at the house, I would assume the girls did it and I wouldn't be as bothered. Yeah. Whereas he's like, God, I hate my kids. I'm not going to play their games. Yeah. Why was he not on this trip? Because uh, he was he was doing business stuff, remember? But now he can just come up, or was he always going to come up later? He was, he, he was a Thai man, and then he had oh, to right. buy he had to buy two bottles of Merlot because I don't know he, he pissed her off by not coming straight away. What are you doing? I feel like my questions make me sound like that kid that you went to what? see a James Bond film with when you were like. 13, 14, and they just didn't bother to follow the plot at all and kept asking you questions. I mean, you say that, but I've, I'm like, I'm re-watching hey, all the, the old James Bonds with, uh, with, with some, some mates from Bristol, and, uh, if you, if you think about, okay, we, we would have been kind of around that age when like Golds and I kind of came out of those yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> None of them had plot. D- die another day, tomorrow never dies. None of those films have like plots. Like <laughs> we've watched them back. They're still Golds and I is like the the, in my opinion, the the best the best Brosnan, and one of the better ones of the more recent ones that isn't like Daniel Craig super. Um, James Bourne. James Bourne? <laughs> Who's James Bourne? <laughs> James yeah. Bourne! James Bourne. <laughs> he's, he's like the worst parts of Jason Bourne and James Bond's crossed over. So he's a misogynistic, sexist uh, pig, but he's also got like massive anger issues and just lashes out all the time. J- J- James Bourne is in a film with Ali Carter from Obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> the name's Bourne. James Bourne. Okay, I love, I love profile pictures that people have in phones in films. I'm always like, where did you get that studio quality, fully like well proportioned headshot to have as the picture of someone you know? Oh, it's it's massively just that IMDb uh, picture, isn't it? Fully, fully (laughs) actor's headshot recolored. Yeah, yeah, their their spotlight (laughs) profile or whatever. It's it's just as funny to me as when you have like a family house, but all of the photos of the family were clearly taken in the last two months. Yeah. It's like okay, <laughs> just just walk. But do, camera, do, do you not respect any of those films that actually would have like a really subtle detail that they've gone to the effort of doing a bit of a photo shoot of having a picture of these two as a couple from like making yeah. it look like it was a few years ago without the kids, and that was on his phone for three seconds. Would you appreciate that? 
Or what the hell? Uh, yeah, I would, yeah. I, I, I like... But is that also a massive waste of time for the studio? <laughs> what? One of the reasons why I like oh. Unfriended, that, that film that we watched together back way back in the day, you know, the one about the Skype killer. Yeah. Um, I love that because of all the attention to detail to the wider context of the social networks that they're on and like the websites they have open and stuff. It's really... Ooh. Ooh, what? Creepy. Creepy dolls. Oh, real face. Oh. And he's got a... Hockey stick? Oh, axe. oh, he's got an axe because he's the axe wielding. Oh, look, it's an AX. An a an X. Okay, so because the the guy's got a mask on, we can't tell if he's got a beard or not. I mean, that's not great music to hear in my ear really loud. And you also did say the dad was going to die. Oh, the first. kid's dead. Just leave her, honestly. <laughs> certain joke if you actually had a kid yourself uh you know the mere fact you paused in the middle of that sentence knows that you aren't certain about that and we've just never broached kids before but i would absolutely be like well for starters i wouldn't have had this kid but if i did i'd be like oh you're so ill i'm really sorry hun i'll just close the door and be like bye okay well would you would you have the same emotional attachment if you know going back to the zombievers thing if this was your dog and your dog had eaten something and your dog was vomiting and, you know, that's actually quite common in pets generally. You wouldn't be like, well, I'm just going to, like, leave my dog now and fuck off. No, absolutely. if it was a right? dog, I'd do everything and anything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And if you've got the the capacity to, like, be attached to your dog in that way, I think you'd absolutely find that same compassion for a kid. You know what? We're walking through the park today. True story. Uh, and we we do this like lap that's about an hour and ten minutes that goes around the reserve. And then a dog, like a I don't know, I don't really know dog breeds very well, but like an enormous Pomeranian, which obviously isn't. But it was uh, it had this really long lead on, but it just appeared out of the middle of nowhere and then followed us for about about three miles. And we were like, "What? Where is this? Do Why is this dog following us?" And we got really concerned about the dog, so we like backtracked and and found found out found the owner who was just sleeping in the middle of the park, and the dog had just completely wandered wow. off. Wow! So, well, yeah. that person definitely doesn't deserve to have their dog anymore. I think you should no, have dog. You should think, have dog napped. You know, I think that shows what I would do in this situation with the dog. I would want yeah. the dog to get better Lead so he could chew the face off this guy. Well, yeah, you, you'd hope that, like... I mean, pe people have dogs for completely different reasons, but, you know. Do you think this is uh, going to go the stranger's route and just never explain why they're being chased? Well, it's funny you say that, because I was thinking that when you mentioned earlier about the fact you almost, like, hope you don't see the danger or you don't see who's fucking with them, and that's, like, a better horror mechanic. And I, I like about the strangers is the fact that it's never... It's never explained why they do it, who they are, where they came from. It's just like, nope, they just they just go around and they just fuck with people and torture them, mess with them until they're dead, and then they yeah. move on to the next house. Not having there's a motive a, is freaky. It's freaky. There's as an unease about that. Yeah, you can't rationalize it, and then if you can't rationalize it, you fear it more. But I will say, Strangers was creepiest before you saw the masks. Even though the masks themselves were pretty good, it was better when it was the build up. Yeah. Like, I think we've lost a bit of the element now that we've seen the guys 
mask and like he's wearing a trench coat and you know it's 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 humanized him Sean. oh i'm tense <sighs> oh he's well he's, he's definitely strung him up or something hasn't he outside the front door Something's gonna jump out. I'm not happy about it. As long as it's not a giant spider, we're okay. <laughs> Could be. Oh, is he gonna be like gagged or like something? Mm. Can she hear him? Well, because it cut away before he did anything, so you can't assume that he's like he got an axe to the head. But equally, you can't assume that he's all fine. Fully a different day of filming. What? Oh no. He's put them on speakerphone? What is this? But do, do, do you know what I mean about this weird, like, fisheye lens? No, dead body. That's going to be... Is that a head? Oh, no, there we go. <laughs> Have you ever considered that the real problem is the fact that it was a Sony phone? <laughs> I mean, uh, you've got to get your product placement in somehow. Oh, of course it's him. Shit. And he has. Oh, okay, you're winning so far, Joe, in your predictions. So, what is the point of the other guy with the beard? And why did he take out his eyes? Creepy. Like, yeah, I, I don't think this is necessarily a great movie. I'm, I'm not going to deny this is. Um, this is really messed up, though. Okay, in, in, in the art of horror, tell me that you don't find this scarier than Obsessed, or better than Obsessed with regards to horror. Yeah, but I would say those films weren't horror-based. They were, they, they were like psychological dramas. I would, I would say they're even more psychological dramas. I think Secret Obsession was a bit more of a slight thriller. I will say, we set out to create a podcast about B-horror movies and the two selections I've had so far are clearly thrillers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least I've got things with, like, some gore and some, like, actually, quite obvious dead people. pick horror films. <laughs> <laughs> you stay on task and I... I, I like this balance. Waltz off it. I like that, like, every other... Every other one is a bit more of a, like, oh, who's done it and we're second-guessing everything uh, versus, like, there was another one I could have picked tonight, Joe, which was a long... A, a very similar line to Zombievers, and I just went, nope, we'll just, we'll just park that one for a while, but it's there. Well, uh, we could probably go to that in two episodes' time, right? Whatever that was. Yeah. Whereas this, I feel, somewhere between the two. It started off a bit more like... It could be, like, psychological and whatever, but it's very quickly become horror home invasion. dun 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 and again, she's left the kids. Oh, and she's back. Okay. 
Okay, that, that's quite a good system, actually. Make sure your kids loop into your jean pockets so that they're not going to just, like, run off or be idiots. And clearly, she can't... She can't hold their hands because she needs, you know, a flashlight and a knife. Yeah. Although, actually, no, I lied. The kids are idiots. They've literally just wandered off. Oh, I don't like them. Oh, she's been, um... Are they being egged? <laughs> They're being egged! <laughs> They're being egged by some puppets on swings! Oh, this is such a terrible horror film. They're being egged! And then they egg them! <laughs> Get back in your house quick. Let's chuck some eggs at them. I mean, it's terrifying if you're vegan. <laughs> oh, bye. By this, by this logic, Joe, I was I was a horror movie then villain back when I was like fucking. Uh... What's the what's what's the statue of limitations for crimes? Does it depend on the crime? Don't know. Possibly. Like murder's murder. I'm not admitting to murder, but like, if I admitted to basically running around my old town like egging places, is the has the criminal damage charges passed? I have no idea. I do have a quiz, a little challenge for you though. Based on this scene, uh, I give you 30 seconds to try and think of a film where a, a stack of furniture actually keeps someone out of the room. <laughs> All I can think about is eggs. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> name me another film where they egg. Uh, okay, stack of furniture, stack of furniture. Oh, technically The Shining. He doesn't get through the door, does he? Oh, the kids make it so much worse because they're screaming the whole time. I'd be like, yes, you're right, we're gonna die, let's just do it gracefully. <laughs> yeah, just shut the fuck up. Yeah, the uh, the infamous here's Johnny when Nicholson comes out the door. He doesn't actually... I don't know, I think he maybe does. Stacking up furniture. Oh, you've really put me on the spot. And it's definitely been more than 30 seconds. I mean, you failed. And also, that, that was my point, that I don't think it ever works. Eggs. I think... Well, okay, but then name me how many zombie movies it actually does work in. None. Most zombie movies, it they all die. Do. No, they're definitely running through like, shopping malls and they move like a giant trash compactor in front of them. Exit way and it blocks. But then they... But basically, by doing that, they basically lock themselves in. I'm not sure if I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but um, I watched one of the most incredible zombie movies that I've never seen before that uh, the other day called Train to Busan. Have you seen it? No. Um, uh, Jamie, you need to watch Train to Busan. I think, I think you gave it a... I think you may have given it a shout out, but I also don't feel like we... Either on the podcast or even just just chatting, gave it its its due diligence of you know why it's a why it's a wicked film. Oh, so good! It's just it's deep. It's character led. It's 
gory, it's it's contained, it's just, it's everything I want a zombie film to be. I'm such a zombie nut, but I'm a real perfectionist in the type of experience I want within the zombie world. So in zombie games, I need a state of decay type game. I need like a world building, survivalist kind of, um, you know, ramsacking places. Oh my God. Well, Joe, have I got a treat for you if you haven't played this yet? Have you played Dying Light? No, I haven't. I have been playing it recently and it is everything you would love about State of Decay meets... Oh, is that like is that like kind of parkour-ish? Where yes. You're, you're, I think I have so, played a bit of that. It was really good graphics. It's like, yeah, it's like take Fallout, a bit of Fallout, uh, well, Fallout 3, a bit of Mirror's Edge, the parkour free running, a bit of State of Decay and a little bit of The Last of Us. Not much of The Last of Us. But combine that all together, and for a first-person, free-running, zombie apocalypse, scavenging, but also combat, but also open world, um, and kind of, yeah, like, item management and uh, and everything, it, it blends it all surprisingly well. The controls are good, the combat's visceral, um, it's an interesting map to explore, and it's just really good fun. I think you'd really enjoy it. Okay, that sounds great. Shout out to Dying Light. Got a lot of time for that in a minute. And I missed that. Did she basically just say hide in the hide in the cupboard while I go and undo? See, all the door stuff was working, and now she's just undone it. So of course it's not going to work. I really don't know what I would do if I was this person in this moment, other than what I have already said I'll do with the kids. I don't, I don't know what I would do to, to protect or help myself. I mean, you're pretty fucked. Like they've had their car. Okay, well she's clearly just actually gone and gotten the actual, her husband's car keys. But you've had your car derailed. You've had your phone nicked. You've had your kids poisoned. You've had your husband die oh and is this a uh, beardy guy to the rescue as you have you have you seen this before no never even heard of it because if this is beardy guy to the rescue then you might have called it well the only thing i okay this is really random but when i used to watch jonathan creek i learned a lot of the writing techniques of what he used to do in that thing and nothing is a Every character, there's a purpose behind it. There's a reason to bring them into the story. Unless it's that badly written. He's in, but you're he's right. In, in, a, in a home invasion in the middle of nowhere, why did they bother introducing that guy with the beard unless he had a purpose? And his purpose is either he's the killer or he's going to come and save them. Or he's another victim. Yeah. But you're right. Why introduce him? That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him that. <gasps> Help! Oh shit, he's gone. Oh fuck, maybe he's gonna be another victim. Yep, yeah, beardy muck. 
Baby Mug Stranger guy. Oh no, you you'd have smashed the window by now, come on. Your husband's dead! Okay, here's here's my prediction, Jake. She put the idea in my head. Um, it's it's gonna end like the strangers. Everyone's everyone's gonna everybody's gonna get killed, and it's not really gonna be explained why. Oh, try and help him, you silly tart. Smash the window and say he's behind you. There Thank you, you. See? I couldn't write this film. Oh, no. She could have fucking done that moments ago and she would have saved his life. What's she worried about? The Airbnb deposit? Well, she's not having sex in the bed, I'll tell you that much. For some reason, I just really wanted... <laughs> Chesney Hawks, I am the one and only to play. It's like, as as the one and only. I, th I thought he was going to give her the middle finger then. I That's what like, I mean. Yeah, it seemed really defiant, you. didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think my, my prediction is, as you're saying about the strangers, they're just all going to get picked off and they're all die. And then... Um, Do you think they'd kill these kids on this film? Indirectly, maybe. But they'll do it and then it just won't really massively get explained. Or maybe the kids survive and she gets taken off somewhere. But... I don't think we're ever going to find out who the ex-murderer is. The ack-murderer, sorry. One morning, the mouse. See, I knew we should have been paying attention to this book. Look at it, it's so cool. I mean, we're about to be shown the ending, aren't we? Oh, there's the eyes gouged out. Yeah. It's the dead husband, and that's that's the girls, and then oh, and there she is, tied up and dead. And the girls are. He's having a great time. Okay, he's, he's quite bad with his ease. Ease. Shut up! Yeah. Well, life would be so much easier if I didn't have kids. I could have kicked this guy's ass. So look, she's—they put up all these barricades and they've kept him out, and now she's taken them all down, and he's going to come in. I feel like this entire film is the older sister going, "What is it? What's happening?" And her saying, "Get out of the way. Move upstairs. Go there. Hey, wait for me here." But that's what kids sound like all the time to me. I know it sounds like I'm hating on kids, and it's because I am. 
What? Just white noise? You're, this is, you're really hating on kids. This should be called Crap Vicks and Chill. This is called Joe Hates Kids podcast. <laughs> yeah. And another thing, you have to give them pocket money for years, even though they don't have a job. What's up with that? I feel like the young, the younger child actress, or actor, sorry, actress isn't a thing anymore, is it? Actor. Um, probably was like, right, time to highlight my script when she received it. And it was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> like straight away. Oh, I'd love if it was like proper method acting where they basically just didn't tell them anything. And this is just a genuine response to thinking they've just been abandoned in the woods. Because they used to do that, like before like actual child protection laws came in. And like you see, lots of like horrific examples and like old old Hollywood like Judy Garland and stuff probably she got like crazy abused but like they did this all the time with like child actors back in the day it's like alright you need to see where oh this child cries they're not really good at acting so we're just going to make up a story about their dog being dead and just you know force them to cry <laughs> I mean apparently they did the same with uh, Drew Barrymore at the start of Scream it wasn't about the dog dying. Oh, no, it was about the dog dying to make her convincingly cry at the start of that opening scene of Scream, which, by the way, is epic. The same... Has Hollywood just used the same fucking lie all these years? I'm sorry. Rover's not coming home. <laughs> I, you know what I didn't expect? I didn't expect this to be the two girls at the end trying to work it out. I didn't. I, I thought. I well, thought the narrative vehicle was, would be the mum and throughout whatever happened. I didn't realise she would disappear. Well, I still stand by my stranger's prediction. But you're right. I don't think they're going to get away with just with brutally, brutally murdering these two kids. So they've they've got to do something from the road somehow. There's there's absolutely no twist. <laughs> two two are dead and one's just been abducted. There's no twist in this, is there? There's absolutely no way there is a twist in this because there are no characters left. No, you're right. It can't be the mum because you see her on the screen at the same time as the guy, unless she's just insane, but I don't think the film is like that. Apart from at the very start, she did a really creepy long smile on the bed that I thought was pretty unnecessary, but... Really? You're going to hold that against her? Creepy long smiles, man. I, I would say she's been... I, f- I feel really bad that I don't know her name, the actor's name, because, uh, you know, I thought she was good in, in, in Dexter, and that, unfortunately, has, all, uh, has been all I've seen her in. But she's been playing this, like, mother hen protection, being very pragmatic, fighting everything off role. She's done well. Really she, she's well. done a good balance of being scared, but also being... Um, Proactive. Ooh. Yeah. Which, considering she was the one holding them together, because these kids can't act for shit, but. Daddy! I was gonna say pie. Do 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 If I was that age, regardless of everything, I'd be like, yay, presents! <laughs> yeah, I, like, I, I did think that they're going to start opening them. Oh, she's alive. 
Well, she looks like she does in the, the picture with the, the reds. Oh, crap. Oh! Oh, no. Whoa. Axe to the gut. Oh, and then he pushes the car into the lake. Because it's like the, um... So everything we saw at the beginning of the film has come true. You know, and I infamously thought the car was had a puncture tire. Uh, this this standard run straight forward ploy. Oh, they've turned. Okay. Well, because the car the car was half in the lake. <laughs> oh my god, these poor kids. How many dogs have they told uh, told them have died to get this kind of performance out of them? Oh, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know how it's going to end now. I mean, I, I would say we're about to find out, but we've still got 20 minutes. Have you ever hidden from anyone under a bed? No, because again, like, I, I, I feel, I feel like in, well, at least in every bed I've ever lived in, either in my family home or in every rented property I've been in since then, it doesn't have that, it's not big enough to have that under, under storage space. And if it has, it's actually been storing things. You know, I don't mean to make this sound weird, but every time I go to an Airbnb or a hotel now, I'm going to think of you fucking running into the room and just shagging something. <laughs> just taking my pants off. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, <sighs> so, are you sure you, like, you want me to go through there? Put, put your clothes back on. No, no time. No time. Hol holiday starts now. Yeah, yeah. I love the idea of you, like, traveling somewhere solo and still going for it. Like, got a Chris in this bed! Yeah! Well, yeah. Like I said, okay, it sounds ridiculous if it's just like every time I go somewhere, the first thing I have to do is just have a wank. Well, if that's in your minds now, Joe, then do you know what Airbnb need to do? They need to embrace the concept and change their advertising. No, they need to ban you. Especially right now. Especially right now. If I hear the word staycation one more time, I'm gonna scream, just so you know. Okay, to be scared. They need to start advertising that couples who have been away in lockdown should be like, booking Airbnbs and fucking in somebody else's house. My name is John. Oh, look, the weirdo's talking. I grew up in- It sounds like Bane. A long time ago. This is Bane, this is a prequel to Bane. Yeah. <laughs> His mask does look like a Bane and Scarecrow. You come here every year. Oh, the mouse! Oh, that's not. Leave us alone. I've always been here. So, was this their family house then? But you couldn't see that books, the one you read. 
It was given to me when I was a boy. I used to try and guess the answer. Here's a massive monologue of exposition. I know, it's this thing like, I want to be listening to it to like work out what the fuck's going on, but that's obviously not the point of this podcast, is it? Just, just to hear it, yeah. It's also like, weird. I mean, if you're telling me that you don't go to bed and, and, and put your rock in a bit of water in a jar and then kneel by the bed, then I don't know what... <laughs> My pet rock. I'll kill the older one first. Oh no, it wasn't a rock, it was a it was fucking chloroform. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought it was a little rock. <laughs> I really had the idea that you go to bed and put a rock in a jar and be like, good night, Rocky. And then in the morning you take him out of his jar for like a, like a weird reverse anti shower. <laughs> okay, there you go, Joe. Clearly, you don't have any compassion for kids, and I'm a bit skeptical that if you don't have a compassion for kids, whether you could be trusted with an animal. So you're going to be given a pet rock instead. Once you've proven you can take care of your pet rock, then you can have a dog, and we'll take it from there. <laughs> you have to make sure you wet the pet rock every night. So you have to take your pet rock on all your walks. On the lead. Oh, oh look, those are real eyes on the fucking doll. Oh my god, that, that's the... Oh, that's not how eyes work. I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you don't just, like, perfectly remove them by hand. Oh, there's an arm. Yeah, I don't know why he had to cut off the one arm. That was in the drawing as well. Like, is it, is it some, like, Jason Voorhees stuff that something happened to him? Fuck, she's alive. With an axe in her stomach. Oh. What the fuck? And he, uh, he's just going to walk off into the, the sunset. And bye. And none of this gets explained, slash you've been listening. Well, from the bits I did here, it sounds like he's just a troubled... Yeah, like a Jason, Jason Voorhees type. Um, yeah. Sit. The mask is even kind of reminiscent of... of that... Like, is there some weird ritual to this? Oh, oh, I thought he was about to cut her eyes. Or maybe he was. Because, like, he's creating some sort of family. Yeah, he's prepping. Well, well, you know what's going to happen now, actually. The mum, the mum's still alive, so the mum's going to come out of nowhere and save the two girls. 
and she might still die, but we know that mum's alive now, because what did you say? They don't show things unless it's got a purpose. Oh yeah, and also, you said it earlier, any death that is off screen doesn't count. Yeah. So by showing the fact that she's still alive and reacts to having an axe, that means she's going to come and save her kids from having their eyes gouged out by creepy muck, bold mask bane. Oh, would you like some more tea this morning? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Bathroom, would you like to come over for Saturday brunch? I, um, I think I stand alone as, as one of the people that was really disappointed by the Dark Knight Rises, by the way. Oh, no, I think people massively were. Because I feel like at the time everyone's like, it's so good. I was like, there are a few good bits. Mm. It's mainly annoying. And also, I... Selena Kyle in that series just looks so out of place. Like, it's nothing, no, nothing wrong with Anne Hathaway, but she just acted it as if she was acting from the kind of vintage Batman era. And she just completely didn't, the tone didn't match the rest of the, of, of the film series at all to me. See, for me, The Dark Knight, one film previous, is still in my top ten of all time. And the hype, the hype going into Dark Knight Rises means I wouldn't want to overly shit on it because I don't want to shit on the whole series. Like, the same way I really like Lord of the Rings Two Towers. But, oh, it's there. But, you know, I, I don't think Return of the King is as good. I mean, people will definitely fight me on that. Um, but I think I just got swept up so much with the fact that the whole Bane voice thing was so hilarious that that became such a parody in itself that I kind of just forgot about the feeling towards the rest of the film. And for about a year straight, I just loved doing the, the Bane voice with all my friends. But also, <laughs> if you're going to make him look and sound completely different to Tom Hardy, why cast Tom Hardy? He's a friggin' buff guy. Yeah, he's not that buff. He's not like muscle oh, suit. Oh, I know. See him in Bronson. He, he can get big if he wants to. I've seen too much of him in Bronson. One thing I'll say about uh, he's Tom Hardy rock, is he's but... got a tiny willy. I don't know why, but he does. I don't know why. What? Tom Hardy's got what, a small why willy. Why did you know that? Like, who's who's seen it that I told you about? Or is it is it in a film? His dick's in Bronson. Is it? Yeah, unless I'm mistaking that for another film where he'd stab someone in the head with a pickaxe. No, that, that's Bronze Man. <laughs> yeah, but like, unless like you've have you read behind the scenes that is actually him rather than just like a a body double. No, there's enough pictures of Tom's Willy to say that I think Tom's got some, quite a small Willy, and I've got nothing against small Willies. I'm just saying I'm surprised at someone with that much confidence. I don't know. So now this is messed up. If this is the mum unwrapping all the presents to distract him, because look, she's not going to be there, why would she have the time to do this? This is such a classic, classic uh, Friday the 13th move to kind of distract the befuddled serial killer oh, boy. Yeah, like when they basically pretend to be Jason's mother and tell him off. Yeah. Stop that, Jason! And he's like, Mama? And now you get an axe in the head. How is she still alive? Considering she spent all night out and bleeding out in the car. 
That's a mother's love that can do that. So yeah, you, you will be able to do this right now, because you'll be like, oh. <laughs> you know, you wouldn't even be here! You the fucked up long ago! Well, yeah, you can cut my kid's eyes out, I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, listen, I totally get what you're doing. You want to create this kind of macabre version of this setup. I've got some great people that could substitute for me. I'm out. Here are my kids. Yeah. I, the, the thing I will say at this point, I will not be happy if she unmasks him. It doesn't mean anything if she unmasks him. Because he, he can't be anyone we know. Yeah, but I don't want to see. My, my stranger's prediction definitely isn't coming true now. I like the detail that she's kind of crap at wielding his axe because she's faint and... I mean, she's doing a good job, but... A surely dying of blood loss. She's an avenging angel. Yes, she should, she should now totally just die as well. That would be realistic. You are mortally wounded. Your kids can survive, as we said they would. Because we are the movie gods. We decide who lives and dies. Oh, this is a bit too happy ending now. Mommy. It's fine, Joe. It's fine. This is this is all material. For what we do straight after the podcast, so di digest, get infuriated, and we will dissect. Just like she dissected him. Time's up, little mouse. The riddle is done. Can you see where it is, so you don't have to run? Because the darkness, it hides You're all going to die down here. <laughs> and if you're not yeah, I, I don't get the relevance, uh, the relevance, the relevance of John. Now, if you're reading this John story, this fairy tale, or this book, the mouse guessed right. and why they should have known this was a local legend, or... So come, little children, let's play a little game. Do you know where the darkness hides on a bright sunny day? Oh, I guess. Oh, no. Oh, my God, he's going to catch up and pull her through the window. Oh, God damn it. Just like the mouse, if you guess right too, you don't have to worry that it will come looking for you. Uh -oh. Mommy? Where did he go? Sequel bait. You know, I want there to be a sequel called He's Out There Again. <laughs> <laughs> He's still out there. <laughs> still out there, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, I'm, I'm stopping this. Oh, there you go. Um, so that was He's Out There. 
Um, so, what did you think, my friend? Um, <laughs> I, I kind of... <laughs> the silence is incriminating. No, I, I did kind of enjoy it. I will, I will give it the fact that I felt tense at times, which is more than I can say from any of the other films at any point. Yes. I, I genuinely got startled when they went to the car and uh, something got smashed. Either a window of the car got smashed when they were first driving or they went back to the house and the window got smashed. That was something which genuinely made me go, Whoa. but I was kind of about it. And then I kind of remembered, like, well, no, you're doing... You're supposed to be talking over this film for a podcast, so like, start shitting on it again. Um, I, I like I liked the the strangest comparison you made, and to quote unquote fix it, I think it should have ended more like that in the nighttime and just completely cut the all the daytime stuff of basically her surviving and rescuing the kids. That feels like a very tacked on studio thing of being like oh, we can't have it end like this. But also, I think they had to do it because otherwise, it just like they needed to try and explain a bit more about this whole law thing about him cutting out eyes or the scary mouse in the dark, whatever that bullshit was. So I think if you just cut that last 20 minutes, have it all end with him drugging them and then him moving on somewhere else, then, you know, not, not a half-bad movie. I mean... I will say, I think I said it right at the end, but even though I'm glad, I guess, that they are all fine, I, I do think it would have been more impactful if they had all just been axed. And then uh, and then maybe the end shot would have been um, another family moving in and then like maybe the dolls had the clothes that, they, that, the, that those characters that you'd come to know were wearing or something. So it's like, oh, wow, they really, they became part of the... You know, to imply, therefore, that the clothes that they saw were from the previous family and it was just something that just repeats and repeats. Um, I didn't... I'm glad that there wasn't the mask reveal because you're because there's absolutely nothing... There, there's no impact to that because whoever it would have been, it wouldn't be someone that you know. So so that's that's not relevant or important, is it? Yeah, this, sorry, this isn't Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I would have gone away from it if it wasn't for you fucking loud, annoying, little brash kids. Um, I... I, it makes me realize and, and understand why there aren't more home invasion movies where kids are present throughout because they were very annoying. And I do think there would have been more of a subtlety if it was her on her own, but then it probably would have been too much like Strangers, which, by the way, is, as, a, as a film we've been comparing to a lot, I actually give a lot of kudos to. I think Strangers is a great film. Um, does it have flaws? Yes, but I just think it's... It's got some fantastic build-up moments and it's got some really strong moments in there where you, I felt genuinely tense, more tense than I felt in, in the cinema in a long, long time when I saw that. Yeah, but this, this I felt had like a much more like survival element and it was like, as we were saying, mother hen fighting to protect the kids. I feel the kids were a necessary evil that allowed her as the kind of main protagonist up until like you said her being killed and then just being like the kids having to like do something is a bit like oh that's a bit of a shift but it was like mostly her fighting for their survival and knowing which they were her de- they were dependent on her uh thought that was very well done as the element of the invasion 
Yeah. Kind of a bird boxy type vibe of like protecting these kids, although she named them. Um, so the beardy guy was literally just there to be one of the victims later. Um, yeah, that, that's a bit annoying. I thought he could have done a bit more to try and like help them escape a bit more. And like he could still die, but literally don't just rock up. Have a stupid miscommunication, which is he's behind you or he's out there. His part was so small, it almost strikes me as a director just wanting to be in the film a bit type vibe. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, I'll come in and I'll die. Like, yeah. But then, like you said, why, why introduce him if he doesn't have some significance later on? It's like he could have still done more and still died, but literally don't introduce him and then. And also, was was that character death part of the story that he's trying to emulate? No, I think he just fucking long based on. So time. then, why would he even bother with him? I suppose he's just in the way. But it's like that's annoying that, that it's following something to a T. But then this guy's just there who had didn't advance the plot in the slightest, other than opening a gate. Like <laughs> every, every film needs a gate man, Joe. I mean, yeah. Um, I don't really have a lot to say to that. I will say, I don't know if it was quite as as tacky as some of the films we've seen, but I definitely I definitely enjoyed it, but I also don't think it's great. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, it's one of those. Well, and I think that, that, that takes, you know, I, you know I, I don't want to be watching completely terrible movies because otherwise there's just nothing to enjoy. Well, actually, no, not entirely true. Like, if it's really shit, then... You know, it's like classic, it's so bad, it's kind of good. Uh, Birdemic, just a just name drop out there, but that is obviously so bad. Yeah, these aren't like that, but maybe we should try and find ones a bit more. No, I think this gave us plenty of impetus to talk about, and, uh, and it was really fun. So, with that in mind, thank you all so much for tuning in to this episode. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it, um, and... If you did so, please, we'd love you to share it with uh, anyone you know. Um, either share it or retweet us on Twitter, uh, follow us on Instagram, do whatever you can, or write to us at crapflixpodcast at gmail.com if you have any suggestions of what films we should do next or have any of your own uh, critiques or observations from these films if you've seen them as well. We'd love to hear from you, absolutely, and we'll read you out on the air. Let us know what you think. Yeah, if you want to leave us a lovely five-star review as well, um, we would be most, most grateful. Right, and uh, so until next time, my good listeners, uh, good night. Good night. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> I can't speak normally. Somebody once said, Jamie, whenever I could speak to you on the phone, you never just say hello. You're like, howdy! Or hey, hey, hey. Yeah, well, apparently it's the same with my goodbyes. I don't just go, oh, goodbye. I'm like, we'll see you later. Oh, howdy doody. <laughs> I always put about seven goodbyes uh, on. I'm like, bye, 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 b